Welcome back to another episode of the Shag Sports Talk Podcast. We are talking NFL Sunday football on a Saturday afternoon. I couldn't get it out on Friday. I was busy on Friday, but we're able to get it out Saturday. So it's a Saturday edition of the Shag Sports Talk Podcast. This is episode 30 of the Shag Sports Talk Podcast. We're back with another episode. We're going over NFL Week 2 predictions along with the Shags 5 and, and some other fun stuff we have planned for the week as well. So we're going to be talking about a bunch of the games this weekend. Yeah, they're... If you look at the slate, it's a pretty good week two slate. Week one was okay. It was, I, I said it was a pretty good slate because I was interested in some of the games. But there are some games I like this week. ravens Bengals, Ravens banged up. Bengals still only a three-point favorite at home. That's an interesting game to watch at the 1 o'clock slot. Chiefs-Jaguars, Chris Jones signed back. We talked about this. Offer him an empty check to come back. He came back this week. So Chris Jones and Kelsey are both back. Casey's minus three and a half on the road. Got the Chargers Titans. Chargers in a must win game. They got to win that game. Packers Falcons is another good game. Seahawks Lions. That's just a one o'clock slot. And then you got the, I think the best matchup of the week Dolphins Patriots. Heavyweight matchup. High powered Tua offense versus the Bill Belichick defense. And we'll see who wins in that game. And I have a prediction in the Shags 5 for that game as well. So we'll get into it in a little bit. So. I don't want to waste any more time. I want to get straight to it. We're going to go over all the game picks and then the Shag 5 and player props at the end. So without further ado, let's get right into it. Okay, so let's get to it. So the first game I want to start off with is Packers-Falcons. But before we get to that, I want to talk about the Thursday night football game, Vikings-Eagles. I was at a football game. I was playing in a football game on Thursday night. So I didn't really get to watch this game. I was watching on the bus home from my football game but let's talk about eagles vikings i watched the entire second half didn't really watch a ton of the first half what the first half looked a lot was they were passing the ball a lot hurts through an interception he wasn't awful he's 18 out of 23 but he did have the interception and there were some fumbles from the vikings that kept the eagles in that game in the first half the justin jefferson touchback at the end of the half uh fumbles on special teams and a fumble by madison to come out of the third quarter the that alone killed the Vikings game right then and there. They were still within six points. And then the offense picked it up. They went on the ground with DeAndre Swift. He ran for over 170 yards and a touchdown on 28 carries. Devontae Smith had a monster game, four for 131 and a touchdown. A.J. Brown was non-existent, but it didn't really matter. My takeaway was Eagles offense has some growing pains to go through with new offensive coordinator, but I do actually think by the end of the season, by I think they might get upset some point before that Dallas game in Philly because they're bound to like lose one of these games. I don't know. I just have a feeling just like watching them. They got a close win versus the Vikings that is borderline if they deserved it or not. The defense has been excellent. They did give up some stuff in the secondary, the long pass to Addison. Cousins was fantastic. 31 out of 44, 364, four touchdowns. It doesn't really get much better than that from a Vikings perspective in the passing game. Their defense really let them down in the second half. Swift ran all over them. Hurts ran all over them. And in the second half, Cousins was torturing the Eagles' defense. That's my takeaway. Vikings are 0-2. They have a must-win game versus the Chargers next week. Chargers also have a must-win game this week as well, as we'll talk about that in a little bit as well. But those, that's just like my quick takeaway from Vikings-Eagles. Let's get to week two Sunday games. Let's start off in Atlanta. Falcons coming off a great week one win over the Panthers at home. Divisional matchup. Bryce Young threw two picks. They forced turnovers on defense. They looked really good offensively running the football. Passing game was not that good. Packers, on the other hand, went into Soldier Field 
and stomped on the Bears. Stomped on them. Justin Fields looked awful. All this stuff. Okay, so I originally had the Packers. Packers were one of my teams I was eyeing in the Shags 5, but I took them off this game just for the simple fact I don't know the status of Aaron Jones, more specifically Aaron Jones, and also Christian Watson. He's questionable with a hamstring injury. It sounds like he's questionable, Aaron Jones, but it doesn't sound like he's playing because they called up a practice squad guy just a little, a little while ago. Uh, running back for the practice squad. So A.J. Dillon and probably this guy who's on the practice squad is going to get some carries as well. It doesn't sound like Aaron Jones is playing. That concerns me. However, I'm really interested to see the Falcons run game versus that Packers defense because that Packers defense is very good. I'd like to see that side of the matchup. Jordan Love, Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter is like undefeated, I saw, in at home since college. He's like 29-0. He's looking to make it 30-0 this Sunday. It's a tough game to judge. I think this game's in Lambeau, Packers win by seven points. But since it's in Atlanta, weird week two game, Falcons can go 2-0 and here, get ahead a little bit in the standings here with New Orleans with a tough AFC or NFC South game versus the Panthers on Monday Night Football. I look at this game and I'm like, Falcons, I think, got to win this. I was on the Packers all week, but the more I look at it, it's a toss-up. You flip a coin, heads or tails, pick a winner. I'm going to pick the Falcons. I like Bijan in that running game, and I think the defense just does enough. Just does enough. Doesn't have to be crazy. Doesn't have to force turnovers or anything. Just be average. Average. Just can't be horrendous versus Jordan Love. Jordan Love really impressed me. I think he's going to have a good game through the air because they're going to have to throw the ball a lot more. Romeo Dobbs, I think, is going to be in for a good game as well. However, at the end of the day, I like the Falcons' run game to control the clock, control time of possession, keep the Packers offense off the field and have that matchup of the Falcons offense versus the Packers defense. I think you get a 17-13 Falcons win. Okay. So one of the, let's move to the next game. Bears, Buccaneers. Buccaneers coming off an upset in week one versus the Vikings. And the Bears coming off the disappointing home game versus their arch nemesis Packers. Rodgers, Favre, out of Green Bay, and you're like, oh, now we got a chance. He got this mediocre quarterback in Jordan Love, and he torched you. Torched you. Completely, absolutely torched you in your own building. Got embarrassed in week one. Just a fact. Fields threw a pick six. They didn't look good. Everyone's down on the Bears. DJ Moore didn't get targeted. Chase Claypool, there's videos of him, like, not even trying. So, I'm going to say this, and it might sound unpopular, but I'm backing the Bears here in this situation. I don't trust their coaching staff. But I do like some of their matchups. I think Justin Fields running the football. I think they're going to have an advantage, especially if they're going to have to throw the ball to DJ Moore at some point. There's going to be one of these games within the next three games that he's going to have a monster game. I think this could be definitely one of the games. Also, the Bears, their season's over if they're 0-2, right? You know, you see the stat that 0-2, it's not even about that. If you lose this game, you're going to Kansas City next week. And Kansas City already lost a home game. They ain't losing, okay? So... If you lose this game, you're penciling in not just 0-2, but 0-3. And you're basically at that point with your up-and-coming schedule, your division, Lions twice, Vikings twice, Packers one more time. You're probably out of a playoff spot at that point. At that point. That's why I have the Bears. I think the Bears need this game. It's a must-win game for the Bears. Again, they got Baker quarterback. So whether you like the Bucks or not, or you hate Justin Fields, whatever, it doesn't really matter. This game's going to be close at the end of the day, and I favor Chicago. They're an underdog, right? If you talked about this game two weeks ago, you're saying, huh, Bears are probably three, four-point favorites, not underdogs. 
I like the Bears in this game to get out a must-win game over the Buccaneers. Seahawks-Lions. Let's get to this game. This is another game. Earlier in the week, I love the Seahawks plus 5.5, but that Lions keep inching down to 4.5. Now more people are starting to take the Lions, as I'm seeing. Seahawks are plus 180, and it looks really tempting because if you look at Seattle last week, they got slapped around by a pretty bad Rams team, talent-wise. Pretty bad, at home. It wasn't at their place. It wasn't at SoFi. It's at their place. They got smacked around at home. Now they're going to Detroit. Detroit beat the defending Super Bowl champions, and they're going to run all over the Seahawks offensively, right? I don't know. I think Seattle here, if you think Seattle's a playoff team and you're high on Seattle, I would take Seattle to win the game outright, plus 180 on FanDuel. The spread's at 4.5. Uh, Seattle's a 4.5-point underdog. I think there's going to be a ton of points scored in this game. This is going to be a really fun game to watch. Lions coming off that Week 1 win. Seahawks coming off a disappointing Week 1 loss. I like getting the teams in Week 2 that had disappointing Week 1s, like the Seahawks are plus 180. If you looked at that game two weeks ago, I just mentioned this earlier, the Bears game, you're probably saying, oh, well, that's a, probably an even game to pick them, right? Now you look at it because the Lions went into Arrowhead and won. Lions are a good team. Don't get me wrong. Probably going to win the division. Dumb of the Packers. Now you look at the game and it's like, oh, now they're four and a half favorites. I think it's a little bit of an overreaction. They probably win the game by three points potentially to the Lions. But I'm going to pick the Seahawks to win outright. I think they go in here. This is a must-win game. You can't go 0-2, right? It's a big thing. Can't go 0-2. They're an 0-1 team. I think Seattle goes into Detroit. Runs the ball with Kenneth Walker. I think Metcalf has a good game. One of the things that the Chiefs struggled with is because they didn't really have a receiver. I think that line secondary is okay. CJ Gardner-Johnson's good, but I don't think it's like outstanding. I think DK and Lockett can light them up in the secondary and JSN as well. That's why I like the uh, Seahawks here. High scoring game. Game probably is over, but I like the Seahawks here to win this game. I'm going to say 34-30 Seahawks in an epic shootout. Raiders-Bills. This is a good game. Bills coming off a week one loss, which was very unfortunate with the whole Aaron Rodgers thing, but we'll get to that in a little bit. They lose at MetLife in week one to the Jets. They were up the entire game. I live bet the Jets and we won money. So that was good for me on my part. The Raiders, they went into Denver and beat the Broncos. Sean Payton's debut game. They went in there and played pretty solid. Now they go to Buffalo and they're eight and a half point underdogs. I think Josh Allen's going to throw for 600 yards in this game. This is an awful secondary, which Russell Wilson couldn't really take advantage of because I don't think Russ is that good of a quarterback. They got elite weapons and Diggs. Diggs is probably going to go over 100 yards receiving this game. I think the Bills are going to score 40 on them. I think this is going to be an absolute blowout. I think they easily cover the ten, uh, the 8.5 point spread. I think they win this game by like over, over 10.5 points. I think the Bills win this game somewhere of like 33-10. This is going to be in a beatdown. Buffalo, again, they're another 0-1 team trying to avoid to go 0-2. This is a big game for them. They need it. I think they're going to blow them out pretty badly. Bills also have a really good defense. So I don't know if anyone watched that Jet game. They were really good. Chargers-Titans. This is also another good game. Chargers are without Austin Eckler. They're without Chris Rumpf. And I'm pretty sure they're without Eric Kendricks at the time I'm recording this. They're two and a half point favorites on the road against the Titans. They had a duel with the Dolphins. Dolphins just outran them offensively. And at the end of the game, Dolphins got the stop that they needed. They ended up winning that game. 
But the Chargers, I didn't think, played bad. It was more the defense that was really disappointing. Titans didn't score a touchdown and lost by one point, 16-15, to the Saints. Vrabel's good. I bet on, bet on them last week in the Shags 5. They won because they covered the spread. However, I think the Chargers, again, they're 0-1. Can't go 0-2. If they go 0-2, their season's pretty much over, especially in the AFC. It's hard to catch up. It's hard to catch up. So, I'm rolling with the Chargers here. I think the Chargers got to get the game two and a half points. I think they win by four points or so. Close game, probably. Classic Chargers game has you on the edge of your seat. Justin Herbert comes through, and I think they get the job done over the Titans 23-20. Colts-Texans. This is a pick em. Richardson, Stroud. Another game really interesting. Two rookie quarterbacks going at it in the same division. Colts played pretty good versus the Jaguars. Problem was their defense just didn't hold up. Anthony Richardson looked really good on a Texans perspective. They were competitive, but they didn't really, you know, they weren't scoring, but they were really competitive defensively. Will Anderson showed some uh, spark in his game in his first game as a rookie in the NFL. This is a pick em. It's a one point as we record right now. I'm rolling with the Texans. I'm going to roll with the home team here. I think Stroud just does, does just enough at home to pick up his first win in the NFL. I think the Colts fall to 0-2. Ravens-Bengals, another very good game. Lamar gets Mark Andrews back, I'm pretty sure. But they are without Marlon Humphrey, Ronnie Stanley, Tyler Linderbaum, and I forget the other guy, but they're, they're without a lot of guys this week. The Ravens are down a bunch of people. Long story short. They are without a lot. So. This is a game where people think like, oh, you know, they got uh, they're gonna go into Cincinnati and win this game. I don't think they will. So as of right now, Andrews is questionable. Marlon Humphrey's out. Linderbaum's out. And Marcus Williams. That was the other guy I was forgetting. Safety. Marcus Williams. Ronnie Stanley. Marcus Williams. Tyler Linderbaum and Marlon Humphrey are all ruled out for this game. And Mark Andrews is questionable, but I'm pretty sure he's leaning towards play. They're going into Cincinnati with no secondary. So, here's what I'm thinking. I think Chase goes over 80 yards. I think Higgins goes over 60 yards because that's what the prop is set at. And I think the Bengals win this game. Again, they're a team that lost last week. Ravens won this week. They're going into Cincinnati, with which it's supposed to be really nice in Cincinnati this week. It's not supposed to rain. So, I think the passing game is going to be really good. I think Burrow throws over 300 yards. And I think the Bengals win this game by probably double digits. I understand it's three points. I love the Bengals this week. This is the game... If you want to win the AFC North, the Browns have a good shot at going into Pittsburgh and winning uh, on Monday night. They have a good shot. You can't go down 0-2 and they go 2-0. Then you're really, you're tailing from behind here. You really have to do some heavy work. So, you can't go into, I think they got to get this game. If everyone was healthy and they won week one, yeah, I'd probably lean the Ravens. But, man, if Ravens go in here and make a statement and win this game, there's some questions you got to ask about the Bengals. This is a must-win game for Joe Burrow and the Bengals. I think Lamar's going to play really well versus that defense because the secondary didn't look all that good to me last Sunday. I think he will have a good game through the air. However, I do think the Bengals pull this game out 31-20. I think the Bengals pull away in the second half with Chase, Higgins, and Boyd all just carving up that Ravens defense. Chiefs-Jaguars, another good game. This is the last game of the 1 o'clock slate. Chiefs are minus three and a half on the road in Jacksonville. Jacksonville won week one, the great offensive game, but the Jaguars' defense didn't really look that good. Kansas City lost in week one. They didn't look so good. Kelsey's back. 
Chris Jones is back. This was a spot where I thought the Chiefs would win on Thursday night, so I was like, ah, I'm looking at Jacksonville. I'm going the other way here. I like the Chiefs here to not only cover the spread, I think they're going to beat them up pretty good. I think this is a statement game. This is typically a revenge game for most teams because the Jaguars lost to them in the playoffs. But here's my thing. Mahomes, Kelsey, they need to win this game. I think Kelsey will go over 100 yards, and I think the Chiefs will win this game at some capacity, whether it's by 3, 10, 100, doesn't really matter to me. Chiefs need this game. I think they'll get it here, and they'll get their first win of the season. I'll say high-scoring game, 34-27 Chiefs. Let's go to the 4 o'clock games. 49ers-Rams. 49ers are minus 7. That looks so tempting, right, to take the Rams a lot of points. But I do think the 49ers are going to cover this spread and beat them up pretty good. And Rams, look, they played good last week. They're in, you know, 49ers uh, south or north or whatever they call it down in, or up in California or whatever across the west coast. They, uh, yeah, they always have jokes for SoFi. They always storm SoFi every year. So, yeah, they call it SoFi South and stuff like that because San Francisco and all other stuff. But I like the 49ers here to absolutely dominate the Rams here. Tough defense with a bad offensive line. They're going to have a really good run game versus, I don't think, a good defense. I think they win this game by double digits. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. I was really impressed with Brock Purdy last week. Giants-Cardinals. Giants got embarrassed 40-0. Cardinals played a really competitive, scrappy game with the Commanders. I love the Giants this week. They're going to empty it out this week. Can't go 0-2. you got to stay within the race. Giants are going to call. They're going to cover the spread, and I think blow out a bad Cardinals team. Jets Cowboys, another fun game. Jets defense going to be really good. Can they keep them in the game for eight and a half points? I like it. I do. I think they're you know plus three fifty to win that game is a little crazy. But also, you look at the Cowboys defensive line is going to give that Jets offensive line problems. Problems all night long. Uh, however, I do think the Jets cover the spread. I think that's a lot of points. I do think Dallas wins by a touchdown, though. I'm going to say 23-16 Cowboys. I think Jets' defense will force some turnovers on Dak. I think they keep it close. But at the end of the day, I don't think the Jets' offense can score enough on Dallas where they win this game outright in Dallas in Jerry World. Commanders-Broncos. Commanders coming off a week one win. Sam Howell looked good. Denver coming off a week one loss. Looking to not go 0-2. In this situation, I actually do like the Washington Commanders here. I'm not a big Denver guy. I'm not. I don't believe in Denver. I don't think they're really that good. I think they're facing a better defense this week than the Raiders. And they barely struggle to score. They struggle to score 16, 17 points. So, this is going to be a dogfight in Denver. Both defenses are going to be excellent. At the end of the day, I think uh, Riverboat Ron pulls through. And I think Sam Howell... And the Commanders go to 2-0. and Three more games left, and then we'll do our Shags 5 and then the Anytime Touchdown segment at the end. But let's get to it. Sunday Night Football. This is the game of the week for me. I'm really invested into this game for a bunch of different reasons. One, if you watch the Patriots outside of the pick six and the fumble by Zeke, they played the Eagles heads up or better. What does that mean? They played them even or they were much better. And those are the only two opinions you could have. They were even with them or much better. You could say the Eagles play bad. Fine. That's your opinion. But I really like the way that defense looked against the Eagles' electric offense. And their defense, our uh, Patriots offense, they looked pretty solid 
in the second half of that game versus the Eagles. They were moving the ball up and down the field. They just couldn't score at the end. They were also facing a really good Philly defense. I don't think Miami's defense is that good. And they're going to go into Gillette Stadium, go into Foxborough on a Sunday night. Tom Brady and Prasier is in attendance because I think they're doing some ceremony for him. They're plus money here. I think the Patriots should be favorites if you're asking me. And I know that might sound crazy because the Dolphins scored 36 points in SoFi. But we got to understand something. This is Bill Belichick. This is the Patriots offense or the Patriots defense versus the Dolphins offense. Tua, Tyreek, Waddle versus Judon, Christian Gonzalez, and that defense of Bill Belichick. That's what the game comes down to. Whoever wins that matchup is going to win the game because both off the offense and the defense are mediocre. Patriots O and the Dolphins defense are mediocre. They're okay. They're not great, but they're not terrible. They're average. The game is going to come down to that side of the ball. Patriots defense, Dolphins offense. Who wins that matchup will win the game. I think the Patriots defense will win that battle this week. I think defense matters here, especially early on in the season. Dolphins came off an excellent win. I think they drop one here to New England. I've had this circled for a while. I like New England here to cover the spread and win the game outright. Let's go Sunday night football, or Monday night football, excuse me. We've got a double header here. Saints, Panthers, and then Browns at Steelers. Two interesting division games. Saints, Panthers, I think this spread should be a little more. Stay away from the Saints game. Anything could happen. I don't really trust the Saints. However, I do think the Saints win by more than three points. I, I just, I don't know. I think there's more of a trust that the Saints just blow them out than the Panthers winning the game outright. That's just my opinion. I'm rolling with the Saints. I think they get the job done. I'm going to say 16-10 Saints. Now, this is the second game I'm looking forward to. Not because it's my favorite team, but this is a big AFC North game. Monday Night Football. Prime time. Doesn't get better than this. You have Joe Buck and Aikman on the call for this game. You get Kenny Pickett and the Steelers, who looked awful in week one, versus a Browns team that defensively played like the best defense outside of the Niners in football. They were the best defense in football outside of the 49ers. The 49ers are exceptional, but the Browns defense was fantastic. Miles Garrett is going to have Steelers offensive lineman nightmares for the next few days. I mean, him and Preston or Zary Smith, they gave the Bengals offensive line problems, and the Steelers offensive line isn't that good. Concerns me. Steelers offense, they really need to pick it up. Pickett did, he played awful. I have I had a friend over for the game, for the Niners game. We just couldn't believe how bad he was. And then defensively, they sucked. They sucked defensively. And We'll save this part for another podcast, but I'm going to give you a little tease for it. The offensive coach versus defensive coach. McDaniel, look at all the offensive coaches. McDaniel, you know, uh, Andy Reid. Look at the teams who struggle. McDermott in the Bills, defensive coach. Belichick and the Patriots, defensive coach. They have limitations. Teams with offensive head coaches can figure out bad offensive lines. Teams with defensive head coaches, defensive-minded. Tomlin, McDermott, they can't figure out that offensive line problem. It's an offensive-minded thing. However, let's get back to the game. I'm biased here. I'm taking the Steelers to win this game. Again, this is goes back to my theory. You can't go 0-2, right? So, Steelers get a matchup with the Browns. Everyone's high on the Browns. Amari Cooper's got a groin injury. He's questionable. We'll see how that goes. 
I think the Steelers win this game outright, plus 120 on the money line. They're minus or they're plus two and a half at home. They're home underdogs again. It's Mike Tomlin at home in a divisional game looking to avoid 0-2. I love it every time. I can live with that loss. I'm taking the Steelers to win this game outright. I'm going to say 26-23 Pittsburgh. Okay. Now let's get to the Shags 5, and then we'll do three player props and then the two touchdown scores, and now we'll, we'll be out of there after that. Let's get to the Shags 5. So the Shags 5, you get the Bears at plus 2.5. We talked about this earlier. Love Justin Fields and the Bears to win that game this week. Bills minus 8.5. Bills versus Bills offense and Josh Allen versus an awful defense in Stephon Diggs. He turned the ball over a lot last week. I don't think he turns it over in this game versus the Raiders. I think they dominate, dominate the Raiders here in this game. And then you got the Bengals minus 3. Again, I think they make a statement. They got to win this game versus the Ravens. They come out hot and they win this game versus the Ravens. That's the one o'clock. I have one pick in the four o'clock and the game on Sunday night. Giants minus four and a half versus the, versus the Cardinals. I think they unleash everything at the Cardinals. Bad offensive line, just bad play all around from the Cardinals from a talent perspective. I think Dable and the offense, they looked good. On, they had a promising opening drive and then everything just went to crap after that. But I do think the Giants come out, they dominate this game. I think they win this game by double digits. Maybe they win a close one, but I do think they come out and win this game by double digits. I like the Giants minus four and a half. Then the last game, Sunday Night Football, Patriots plus two and a half. I like this game a lot. Why, you may ask? Well, think about this. I like the home underdog, divisional game, home underdog. I like the Patriots to win the game outright first the Dolphins. Okay. Let's get to touchdown scores. All right. Let's do this. So in the first game, I'm looking in the one o'clock games. I'm looking at DK Metcalf anytime touchdown score. That's the first pick. I think you look at here, you look at this game. I think DK Metcalf had a quiet game last week. Look in the one o'clocks, high scoring game. I think he gets in the end zone. He finds his way in. The next guy I like is Jamar Chase, another guy who had a really quiet game last week. I think this week he comes out strong. There's an awful Raven secondary because they're banged up. I think he finds the end zone. And then the third is probably, mm, nah, I don't like it. Here's what we'll do. We'll do this. We're going to go to the Sunday night game, and we're going to do Jalen Waddle anytime touchdown at plus 150. Your odds are... 1093. So if you put two dollars down, you win 2186. Those are the three guys I think will get in the end zone this week. Metcalf, Chase, and Waddle. Those are the three guys I think will get in the end zone this week. Let's get to the player props. So the first player prop I like is T. Higgins over 59 and a half receiving yards. You can maybe say Jamar Chase over eight or 80 receiving yards. I like this for the simple fact that you get an awful secondary versus a team that, you know. I don't think is all that good in the Ravens in terms of their secondary. Bad secondary versus a really good passing attack, I think sets up for a rough night for the Ravens defensively. Second, over 69.5 rushing yards for Christian McCaffrey. I think he will run all over that Rams defense. You thought he ran all over ran all over the Steelers defense last week? He's going to run all over that bad Rams D-line. Awful. They're going to run right over them. And then the last 
player prop I like is Romeo Dobbs over 41 and a half yards. You can maybe say uh, over, you know, anytime touchdown as well. I think he's the number one guy. Watson's still questionable. He, I think he can get 40 yards of Jordan Love. I like that as well. So that'll do it for today's episode of the Shag Sports Talk podcast. Make sure you look, uh, look on the Twitter for any updates because if I'm not on the podcast, I'm on Twitter tweeting and all that good stuff. So hope you guys enjoy your NFL Sunday. I'm recording this on a Saturday night. We hope to see you guys for a reaction for NFL Week 2. That's what my goal is on Sunday night. We'll react to the games. So this will be a fair long to the Shag Sports Talk podcast for now. We'll be back in a little bit. The Shag Sports Talk podcast is out.